Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I got a song filled with shit for the strong-willed. When the world gives you a raw deal, set you off till you... Scream, piss off, screw you when it talks to you like you don't belong. It tells you you're in the wrong field when something's in your mitochondrial. Cause it lasts on to you like... Knock, knock, let the devil in, benevolent as I've ever been. Head is been in this medicine. Screaming, lick, 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 medicine. It lick, lick, like a solid ball. Let your Allen Poe bedridden. Should have been dead a long time ago. Liquid Tylenol, gelatin, seek my skeletons, melting, wicked, I get all high when I think I smell the scent of elephant, manure, hell, I'm in Kahlua, screw it to hell with it, I went through hell with accelerants and blew up my, my, myself again, Volkswagen, tailspin, fuck it, matches my pal skin, Merwin, went from Hellman's and being railed in forever, scribbles damn Rev Olympic, 77, freak Nick, how can I be down, mean, bizarre in Florida, boost room, slept on the Florida, motel then, Dr. Dre said, hell yeah, and I got it stamped like a postcard worth the mailman. And I know they're gonna hate, but I don't care. I barely can wait to hit him with the snare and the bass wear and the face this fucking world. Better prepare to get late because they're gonna taste my venom. I got that adrenaline in them, not going with them. to be listening each and every week 
Yes, and and we definitely want to um, tribute, you know, contribute to you know to the station and you know bringing as much um, content and bringing hopefully new viewers, you know. So, um, so go ahead and uh, kind of start the show. So this is what we're gonna do this evening. Um, number one, we're gonna have two segments. Number one, we're gonna have the WWE. Um, news and AEW news, and then on the second segment, which is pretty much going to take up the rest of the podcast, uh, we're going to have a review of WWE um, backlash. Give me one second, my food is burning. Only here on hashtag Heels for Life Wrestling Podcast. My chicken's on fire. Sorry. Okay. Make that a new hashtag. Hashtag my chicken's on fire. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, if you guys, um, I know we have one caller that is listening right now. Um, damn, it just popped up. It just said Nappy Boy. Okay, cool. All right. So, if you guys can, if you are on Facebook, if you're on Twitter. Share, share, share this around. Um, um, yes, because we're going to have a very interesting evening. So, number one, let's talk about a little bit about um, shit. Let's talk a little bit about the WWE or whatever. Um, so, from my understanding, and Nappy, um, please back me up if you can. Um, For sure. Well, number one, we're going to talk a little bit about some backstage reports or whatever, which will lead us into the next segment or whatever. So, let me ask you this. Do you think, um, because Charlotte recently, she said that she's frustrated with fans um, hating her over her success in the WWE. Do you think it's just her, her privilege as a flair, or do you think she's just being an outright bitch? Excuse my language, everybody. Oh, if, if you're yeah, not really yeah. me on, on here, mm-hmm. on, on this show, we can be a little bit explicit. So we're not disrespecting you. Please don't. don't please don't get in your feelings. I don't want to, no one to get in their feelings on this. <laughs> but I, I just really want you guys to like really understand that as much as the wrestlers are frustrated with their fuckery, I am frustrated with their bullshit yeah. when they saying that, oh, well, I'm frustrated with the fans. The fans don't like me. I'm so successful. So, you know, I, I don't want to pick on Charlotte, but I think this is a very interesting topic that we need to really talk about this week because, you know, it seems she's the main one that's always bitching about fans bitching about her, quote, quote. So let's get your, um, let's get your insight on this, uh, Nappy, and then we can go to uh, Mike it's, if you uh, want to. It's a tough it's it's a tough um it's a tough topic. And the reason why I'm saying that is because if you look at Charlotte Flair's matches, right? Mm-hmm. And if you try to take away her last name and mm-hmm. take away who her father is and let's just call her Charlotte, she is an incredible talent. Like Going from going from that 
that that that timid, blonde-headed girl crying tears when her father had her last match at WrestleMania 24 uh, with Shawn Michaels to the Charlotte we know now, it was like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. it, it, she can go in the ring. She's talented. She's good on the mic. She she's she's a hell of a heel. When she's a heel, she's doing what heels are supposed to do, and she's supposed mm-hmm. to get the crowd reacting in a negative way towards her. But mm-hmm. this is where the big butt comes in because it's her last name and who her father is that. I mean, let's face it. She's probably where she's at in her career as such a show. Dude, think about John Cena, dude. Think about when he hit that 10, 10 uh, title uh, 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 count where he was. It took him years. Charlotte hit 10 in like, what, two, three years? So mm-hmm. it's like when shit like that pops off, it's hard to say, hey, she earned that. Because in the back of everybody's mind is that one question, but did she mm-hmm. really? So it's a double-edged sword. I say, I say she has a right to say, "Man, I'm tired of these fans bitching." But then again, it's like, hmm? but I mean, are you really tired of right. the fans bitching? Because do you really think you deserve everything you got? And like I said, we can never. As an outsider looking, as a fan looking, we'll never know the full because hell, hey, for all we know, we could be completely wrong. She could have busted her ass, got everything that she deserved without Ric Flair, but the fact still stands, Ric Flair is her fucking dad. (laughs) So it's like, you had a lot of help, bro. Sorry. Uh, That's my take on it. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 so so true. Um, I do agree with you on. I mean, she can't help it that she's a flair, but then at the same time, you can also help how you really carry yourself. Like, even though you're a flair, you you get all of these titles. At the same time, you should do your due diligence and try to be the leader of the locker room and elevate talent. Now, even though, you know, Vince is on her pussy 24-7, 365 days a year, you can at least stand out and try to be there. I mean, at least attempt to. Don't don't go on Twitter and, 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 and um, social media sites and keep bitching about the same thing. Well, I'm not being, I, I'm not being cared for enough. I bitch, you being catered to. Like, go over, what? Come on now. Like, who in the fuck got, like, you, you surpass Lita. You surpass Trish. You surpass, yeah. like, every fucking female that was, that, that's been in the WWE, whether it's past, present, or in the near fucking future. We already know that her, she's on her way to be a 16-time, I mean, historically, she's going to be probably the first 16-time world champion. And the only reason why that is is because not only she's privileged, it's not. It, it don't have anything with her being white. Well, maybe about five percent of it. But the other part is she is a flair, and she's being catered to. And I don't. Me personally, I don't believe that's fair. I don't think that's fair, because if if that's the case, nah. then 
you should treat everyone else on that roster that is just as talented as uh, Charlotte to, you know, go in that ranking as, like, you know what I'm saying, being 10-time champion, 9-time champion, or whatever. But all the focus is being put on Charlotte, especially Absolutely. in this now, because, like, half the talent is either on SmackDown or um, or not being shown at all. Yeah. So that's how that's my problem. Um, Mike, did you have, did you want to chime in? Yeah, absolutely. I can. So here's my thing. And this probably isn't going to be too popular, but I mean, just like Nasty said earlier, of course she can't help who her name is. But there's also what a year ago we were saying that Charlotte was the best female worker in the business. Mm -hmm. Charlotte's getting what she's getting when Charlotte carried everything back in 2015, and Charlotte, Sasha, and to an extent Becky, they weren't really too high on her back then when they first uh, jumped off. But uh, Charlotte and Sasha especially, everybody was complaining, oh, it's only Charlotte and Sasha. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but my thing is this. At the same time, has anybody proven that they can outdo her? Right now, on the other side, you have uh, Asuka carrying the uh, WWE Raw Women's Championship. You got Bayley carrying the SmackDown Women's Championship. And, of course, yeah. Charlotte took the NXT title. Now, I will agree. Uh, myself and Tumor were actually watching WrestleMania together this year. Big Man KT that was on here a couple weeks ago. Um, right. And we both scratched our head at the decision to uh, put that NXT title on her. But at the same time, if you're trying uh, – I look at it as kind of the Finn Balor thing. Balor's doing more jobs than Charlotte, but at the same time, you're putting a little bit more prestige on it, I guess, from Vince's perspective. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I can see it. I can see the, I can see the hate. Uh, like I said, it's the Roman Reigns effect. Uh, even, yeah. you know, we call it the Roman Reigns effect, but John Cena, Shawn Michaels <laughs> spelt it in 96. Everybody spelt it. But, uh, you know, at, at a certain point, it's kind of like she is the Trish of our generation. So in a mm. in an era where titles are kind of handed out like candy, what do you expect? They're going to rack them up. That is true. That is true. Um, on the line, we have um, J.B. Cool. He is um, promoter down in Florida. I'm going to open the um... – oh, oh, thank you. Okay. I'm opening up the floor again, J.B. Are you on the line? I'm on the line. Hey, man, thank you so much for coming on Hashtag Kills for Life. So you, um, you, were, you were listening to our conversation, so – um, what's your take uh-huh. on this Charlotte um, BS <laughs> or whatever you want to call it? <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you, know, you call it what you want. Um, and see, with, with, with me, um, wow, I hear a lot of kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With me, you're going to get a different perspective because I'm actually a worker as well. Not only am I a, a wrestler, but I'm also, doing a, uh, I'm also a, a promoter. And, um, you know, this thing with uh, Charlotte, 
again, uh, and I believe your partner said it best, you take away the last name, she's a hell of a talent. We, mm-hmm. You can't take that away from her. Hell of a talent. However, mm-hmm. however, um, there's a lot of hella talents on the roster. And she's getting that push, yeah, because of privilege. Mm-hmm. You know, why 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 can we not, you know, give that to uh someone else an opportunity to be that flag bearer? And I say flag bearer because they put her in NXT mm-hmm. and that's for on the promoting promoting side, that's the that's the ultimate push. I know a lot of you may think that as a setback, but it's not. Mm-hmm. That's somebody that's saying that you're the flag bearer. Your talent and name is great enough to help uplift this side of the game. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because we have comfort in who we have with with, with Alexa Bliss, Sasha, Bailey on on the main roster. But mm-hmm. we gotta bring the, the 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 next generation of girls up, and who are we gonna choose to be that the captain of the ship to help bring up the next generation? We're gonna bring up the ultimate wrestler that we deem the flag bearer and bring over to NXT. So you 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 guys are hitting on a lot of major points that are absolutely nailing it. Um, with her having that name. Gives instant establishment. Uh, uh, personally, uh, no, I don't like it. It's personal, but they're doing it because it's easy money. Mm-hmm. Because of the name association, yeah. you know. And that's, and that's so so true because, like, I, I mean, I want to give her. You know, I want to give her props. I, I am going to give her props, like, because she is one of the best right now. It's just, the I think the problem is right now is that we're in the middle of a, you know, a, pan, uh, a pandemic, and it's like, right now she's like, it's, I, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to explain, because, like, right now, she, I mean, like, do she no, has, like, not, what, you know what, it, it, it's not that hard to explain. It, it, Listen, she got that name, and the name is adding push because it's so ingrained in the business with history. You know, hell, Alexa, Alexa Bliss could have been Alexa Flair, and she would have got that push. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you, you know, you, 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 I know it sounds funny, but because of the name that her dad did, you know, mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss is just as beautiful, more even more beautiful to me, but Alexa Bliss is just as talented. Alexa Bliss can sell, you know, sell seats. So, uh, you know, it could have been Sasha Flair. Who knows? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's who that's who they deem that she is the face of the division. Mm-hmm. That's that's why they're like, oh, you're the face of the division. We have mm-hmm. enough females right now active that can help carry the brands for Monday night, for Raw, SmackDown. But we're going to need a new crop of females to come up. Mm-hmm. You know, we got girls going home pregnant. We got girls getting, you know, <laughs> we, got, we got very talented girls 
very talented girls all of a sudden mystery injuries. Uh, and I say mystery injuries because I I trained. I went to the performance center. I know they do all these checks. You know, when the people get injured, they know behind the scenes. You know, Ember Moon, you know what I mean? So they need a new flock of females to step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. And who to make them look good? Somebody with an ingrained name. That's old school wrestling. If you go mm-hmm. back and know your history about wrestling, they will never put a new person with a new person. You'll always be with a veteran. So her name right. already had veteran on it when she stepped through that door. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and that makes sense. Like, yeah, well, I mean, you can't yeah. put someone new and new. That's like that. That's like water and water. Like that's that's not right. That's exactly. not going to so, work. Right. So exactly. So they say, well. You're so good. We push you so much. What you was not only you was the Divas champion, you was the Raw Women's champion, SmackDown Women's champion, NXT Women's champion. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Now the Divas or women in NXT have somebody that they have to step their game up to. Because mm-hmm. if somebody yeah. in NXT goes toe-to-toe with her, blow for blow, she's going to be looked at as, oh, shit, she took care of Charlotte. She must be badass. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, and, and it's so funny that, you know, if you look at the history, and, and I'm about to probably go off a little bit, but I'm just about to go off because I got a lot on my mind from, from, from Monday. That's I think it's on. That's mine. Uh, <laughs> I don't, don't want to take up too much of time if you don't mind. Uh, no, we got, um, we got about 34 oh, we got minutes. Okay, cool. Yeah, we got like about 34 minutes because the next one it will be oh. – just strictly like you know WWE. Like if we if we finish early, right. then we can go into the other stuff uh-huh. that we was going to talk about on Monday. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna just go ahead and say what I got to say because you know that's just the history of this business, and and and, and you know uh, the history of this business is is so. Uh, I'm just gonna say. First of all, once you get to know me, you're gonna know I say what I feel, and I can give fuck mm-hmm. two fucks about who hears. <laughs> Um, Hell yeah. uh, the history of this business has been so uh, you gotta at the end of the day let me just say this before I go into the history at the end of the day it's written it's written and mm-hmm. it's about who I want to be the face of my company mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. who I want mm-hmm. to be the face of my company I want you to mm-hmm. listen to a list of names and, 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 and I'm going to say Charlotte Flair. I'm going to say Alexa Bliss. I'm going to say uh, Trish Stratus. I'm going to say Mickey James. I'm going to say Bailey. I'm going to say Oscar. I'm going to say uh, Becky Lynch. I'm going to say Beth Phoenix. I'm going to say, uh, what was her name? Uh, Taker. Uh, Michelle McCool. I'm going to say uh, Lita. I'm going to say the fabulous Moolah. You know, what do, they, what do they all have in common? I don't think we all need to take too long of a guess. Mm-mm. You know, we don't right. and all of them held multiple championships. But you know, mm-hmm. but they they sprinkled in that one, that's Sasha Banks. You know, and then I think this man is finally figuring out Bailey's Hispanic. I think he's finally figuring that out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you know, but you know, where's Naomi? You know, Alicia fought there one time. Why do we? Where's Bianca Belair? And I'm not taking. Huh? I don't mean to. I don't mean to interrupt into the podcast here, but 
I did want to mention something. You mentioned an interesting name to me. So you said Naomi, right? And this is yes. based upon literally their booking, and they've done a shitty job of booking her. I will 100% yes. throw this yeah. out, of, out there. Yeah. But yeah. here in Naomi's title reign, here in Naomi's title reign, it was a lot like Natalia's random ass title reign, where I was just like, eh, right. I, because of how they treated because her, I can't really accept it. And let me mm-hmm. explain to you about the treatment. You're, you're right. We're, we're on the same page. Let me explain to you about the treatment. Because some people don't understand what the treatment is because I'm behind the scene. I'm going to tell you what the treatment is. The treatment is, oh, shit, she's getting over, but we had no material for her. Same thing mm-hmm. happened with New Day. Yeah. Yeah. All of yeah. them boys was about to get fired. Thanks. All of them boys was about to get fired. Poor Xavier Woods barely worked. He, well, barely wrestled. We say work in the business. But he barely mm. wrestles until they like, holy shit, this is getting over. We got to let them have that. And they, that is all them. That WWE had nothing to do with that creatively. Oh, I guess, they yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah, they go to yeah. them and ask them, well, what do you guys want to do next? Because this is where we want to go. You know, that's what happens when you don't have a plan for people. That's why the people behind the scenes that are writers, they don't know because they don't have a plan for that. Right. They don't know how right. to approach Absolutely. it. Why do, you think, why do you think right now, right now, right now, let's just say, and let's just be honest, everybody mm-hmm. on this phone knows, know for a fact, if he put his mind to it, he'll kick everybody's ass, Bobby Lashley, right? All right. So, right. so, but they don't have no plan for him. Okay, well, you know what? He's just too bland. No, let's give him a little bit of a push. But then we're going to take it away because, you know, he's probably going to go back and do MMA or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you really Why consider what they did with him in the early part of this year a push, though? Because everybody no. did not <laughs> dig that whole well, lot of well, situation. Understand. Well, understand. Well, I'm not worried They're about trying lot. to yeah, you know, fix themselves. Un- it un- seems understand like. what a push is. I think some people also fail to realize what a push is. Let me, let me, let me just explain what a push is. A push is if you're... Mm part of a big angle. It don't matter how it comes across or how we view it, both as being in the business or as fans, they decided to write this and say, hey, this is going to sell TV. You have to remember at the end of the day, I go to work, they come to me and say, this is what we're trying to get over. You look like the guy that can get it over. Now think about that. Now think about what they did in the angle. You think that was right for Bobby Lashley? No. no. Absolutely not. <laughs> and he looked uncomfortable the whole damn time. Right. I, and not the, and not, wait a minute. Don't get it confused. It wasn't even good when they put Leo Rush with him. So I'm like, yo, this dude can stand That's alone. Why is this yeah. motherfucker got to be with somebody? The fact that they literally ruined Leo Rush still sticks in my shit. Like, honestly, they ruined it. Let me say something. Leo Rush is a piece of shit. Let me, let me just say that. I got some shit that you guys don't know. Just let me. I got I, and, you. Okay. What, everybody that know me, that know him, when he came through my doors, they know. Trust me. Don't let the TV fool you. So anyway. Leo, Leo, Leo didn't help the situation. No, he didn't. He 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 got caught up in his head. And, and don't don't just, I don't get started on that. God bless the brother. So, what I'm saying is, 
at the end of the day, Natalia, Natalia, I'm sorry, Naomi, Bobby Lashley, and I'm not just saying it because they're black. It's just that they didn't expect them to get the review and the, 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 the turnout, so they didn't further push it because they don't know what to do. Why mm-hmm. do you think we celebrated around the world uh, African Americans when Kofi won the title? Why is it that mm. we gotta celebrate let's, that? That should actually be. Let's even talk about that though, part, because they flubbed wait, that whole title ring. I, I hear you, but listen, yeah, yeah, but listen, what I'm saying. Why do we have to celebrate that? Not, I'm not, I'm not denouncing, or I'm not, you know, what I'm saying, I'm not trying to undermine his his him, him winning what it. Saying. What I'm saying, what saying is that should be yeah. something every year. Like we should see that normally. Oh, there's another yeah. brother that won it. Oh, there's another brother that won it. Right. There's another brother that won right. it. Right. And we right. got that totally the rock. And guess what? You know when they say oh the rock, I say, Yeah, you're right. The rock won it, but who else? Um, 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 um that, that's um, where oh, it okay, is. okay. Okay, then who else? Who else? Because I know right now, if everybody on this phone turned the T V off and watched WWE in six months, it's gonna be the same look of people that are yep. champions. Yep. That's Absolutely. <laughs> But let me ask you guys a question. Let me ask you guys a quick question. Wait, wait. Before you make it, let me finish making my point. Let me. uh, I'm sorry. Hold that question. Don't lose it, because my mind is thinking. This is not. This is not pre pre uh pre drawn out question. This is just coming hot off my mind. Let me say the thing that strikes me. You know, we 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 see all this stuff that's going on in the world. The violence, all this racism stuff, and, and and. Listen, we've all seen it before, whether personally, but but you know what? Nothing really changes. I'm gonna tell you why. And and, and this is the reason why all these protests and stuff been so explosive. Let me tell you, it's the leadership. Mm. When you work for somebody, mm. and at the end of the day, they go behind the scenes when you're not in that room. They are the ones who are saying, "This is who I want to represent my company." Mm. And let me tell you something. Uh-huh. Let me tell you how close neck and neck. This almost runs like with the the, the the image and the view of the Bible. And I hate to bring Jesus into it, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if that's somebody who you look up to, you're not going to look up to somebody that don't look like you. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. You're not going to look up to somebody that don't look like you. So when I grew up, Watching wrestling, I grew up watching wrestling, eighties, nineties, got into it, loved it. But at the end of the day, I got I became a man, and I understand that a lot of stuff that are happening, and a lot of us sometimes we're silent because we're just trying to find our way in and fit in and show that we can do the same thing too. But mm. without leadership and an understanding of what the problem is, there ain't gonna never be no change. You know what I'm saying? There ain't never be no change. That's funny because me and my supervisor was talking about that today. Right, because that's the part that has to change because if this motherfucker in the White House had even half a brain, all he have to do is come out and say, even if you don't vote for him, if he just came out and said something that just, that unified the people, you know what, he'll automatically win a second term. I'm not saying I'm for him. I'm just telling you this motherfucker will not say nothing. I mean, he see all this shit that's going on. He don't right. care about bringing people together. The same thing with the motherfucker mm-hmm. running the big, big company. 
He don't care. I write this shit. I can write whatever I want. Why in the hell I got to write something to a motherfucker that I think is less than me? Why do you think I want this dude to represent my company? Mm. That's how deranged mm. they are. At the end of the day, it's all about them. And what, because if you go back and listen to some of that wrestling uh, uh, commentary, I'm going to tell you, that Jesse the Body Ventura, somebody should have knocked his motherfucking ass out. Hang on one second. Straight hang up. on one second. Um, Eric O, yeah, 501. Me, um, welcome to um, Hashtag Kills for Life. Stay on the line. We're going to get to you in a second, okay? Go ahead, uh, JB. Yeah. If you go back and listen to Jesse the Body Ventura, somebody should have knocked his ass out with half the shit he used to say. The shit he used to say about Tito Santana. The shit he used to say about uh, Coco Beware. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. so clear what, what, what needs to be done. I'm not saying what I'm about to say is going to change the world, but it's, it's clear and evident especially if you're somebody that want to stand out, you come out and simply say, hey, we know that all lives matter, but right now, black lives matter. You say that? Mm -hmm. Just those simple words. But you know what? The motherfuckers in power, they won't and they can't. The thing we go through, it's really not that old. It's really not that old. You go back 60 years, we're talking 1960. People that grew up in that Mm -hmm. era, they educate their kids. Some of them are business, major business owners. They're 60 years old today. And if they were a teenager, they're 70, 75. Mm. They're still kicking or passing down the business. And you know when they're passing down the business, they're passing down the notes. You know right. what I'm saying? This system just has right. to change. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of things that the people in, 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 in power, you know, they're, they're, they're not – saying nothing to bring people together. They're not even acting like they want to be leaders. It, 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 without saying nothing or doing, they're, they're trying to destroy a lot of stuff. You know, all the stuff he's signing, uh, he wants to destroy health care. You know, he wants to destroy, you know, uh, uh, you know, even just the environment. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, I look at a lot of the stuff and I'm like, yo, how is this guy uh, still I had to really think about it because I could get frustrated and I could be stupid about it. But you got to think. You got to think. And that's why we all have a brain. We're all smart. You got to think. You got to say, wait a minute. He is, and listen to what I'm about to say. He is the quintessential image of what white America wants to be, and that's a dominant alpha male. That's why a lot of people say he's a bully, because he's mm. running the nation. He goes on mm. to that white sheep pillow talk, oh, I don't like this. And he'll go into this, oh, yeah. And the white woman, no offense, the white woman, she want to see her strong white male husband not bowing down to nobody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you take all of that and you take it into the business of wrestling. Again, it's all about who is going to represent my company because we all know if you don't know WWE yeah we're a global brand but you only sell to the same people Hollywood sell to you on the same dollar you on the same dollar this is why you look at what's going on in the NFL and NBA why do you think some of these owners even some people in the White House, why do you think some of these owners are like, oh, yeah, look at Roger Goodell. Oh, yeah, I get it now. Black Lives Matter. 
when you had this man without a job, you blackballed him. Now all of a sudden, you get it. No, you get it because you're going to lose that mighty dollar if all the black players say, like, hell no, I ain't playing on Sunday. That's my gun. Right. That's my gun in Oklahoma State. Yeah, ask my gun in Oklahoma State. Right. You got that right. And the same thing, guess what? I ain't scared to say it. Vince Vance did the same thing when he did when he opened up that NFL. He already knows a lot of people, oh, you got in trouble? You can't come play in my league. Well, goddamn. See. Well, who's gonna be mm-hmm. playing in your league? You gonna have a bunch of squares playing in your league. You think I wanna see a bunch of nerds playing football that ain't never had nothing done in their life? <laughs> I need a motherfucker to be mad so he know that he got to go out and kill a bitch so he know he don't go back to that life. I don't want to see motherfucker busting motherfuckers going out there to play football. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? So it's all about, at the end of the day, who do you want to represent your company? And if this written, man, you look at the... Thank you, thank you. If you see... This is written. <laughs> you go back. You go back to past the shit they used to do. Why is it a guy like? And, and, and I hate to go old school, but I am. You take a guy like that was very over in the mid south. You take somebody like Junkyard Dog, right? Now here's a guy. Mm-hmm. Not only he was part of a uh, what was that shit called? Hulk Hogan's uh rock and wrestling cartoon. He had. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, had totally, he was so popular. But this guy ain't never get no title shot. Mm. Who he mm. feud with? Mm-mm. Who did he feud with? Listen to this man named Harley Race. I'm just saying. Very true. Who did he with? Very Listen true. Name, Michael P.S. Hayes. Come uh. on, man. You know? Look what he feud with. But this man was so over. So over. Yeah, and I heard Coco I heard a lot about um junkyard dog. And that goes back hey, to hey. what you just said about about how the promoter wants a certain face to promote to to, to be the face of their Bro. company. Bro, go look at every look, go look at every indie company around the nation. Look at the champion. Just just tell me what the champion looked like. I don't even I'm have not to tell you. I get I get this, you. This, this the information age. You can just look it up. You go look at the champion, mm-hmm. and you mean to tell me some of these dudes don't look like they could bust the grape in the fruit fight, and they the fucking champion? I know why they the champion. <laughs> sure. the I mean, I would have to take up for ours. No, I know I why they the champion. Take up for ours today, They 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 your friend, and guess what? Because you're trying to follow the the, 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 the the trend because you think what WWE is doing is right. So I think we need to follow that format. Mm. Bro, you talking to somebody that actually went and had trials and used to work, did stuff with Florida Championship Wrestling. They were like, hey, brother, man, why don't you try dancing? Why don't you, you know, come up. We already got enough of you. This is what I hear. Mm. Oh, mm. Yeah, you got enough. Oh, Okay. Damn. He is not why lying. Is like he, why is a guy like, remember this name? Akeem, the African dream. Come on, man. No. Wait, 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 wait. What I mean, consists of? Who, who was in that? You don't remember Akeem, the, the African dream? I have, no. 
<laughs> oh my! Oh my! Hold up! No, I Check don't. your Facebook. Okay. Akeem, the African Dream. He was a white dude. He was, used to be called the One Man, one man gang. gang. He's a white mm-hmm. dude. Talking about he was an African descent. He was wearing a dashiki, and he talking yep. about he spoke in jive. Heavy set dude, right? He, oh, yeah. And he, right. Oh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember him. Yes, yes, yes. He was in the... Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he in ECW yeah. at one time? Maybe. So, at the yeah. end of the yes, day... Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember right. that. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you see what I'm saying? It's like, wait a minute. You, you go to any show, and, and, and this is a test. Say, hey, man, I'm a wrestler. I've been trained, you know, whatever. I'm trying to work on the gimmick. What you think I should do? I guarantee you, everybody on this phone, if you go to a different promoter, y'all will come back with the same notes. Y'all will come back with the same notes. Different promoter. Mm-hmm. Because they only see you one way. As an entertainer. As somebody that can make me laugh. And to me, uh-huh. you're taking me for a joke. Now listen to this. Uh-huh. You're taking me for a joke. You hired one person I kept booking. You gave another trial to another guy, and then another one of my students just got right and got on with AEW. You mean to tell me I don't know what the fuck I'm doing? I'm so fucking good mm. enough to train the talent, but I ain't good enough to work for you. You can kiss my ass. So, if, if, you think that some, not not all promoters, but are you implying I'm not that... not all promoters. No. Uh-huh. Listen, listen to this real quick before you make your statement. Let me, let me say this to clarify something. I'm not saying all promoters and Sometimes the promoter also doubles as the booker, okay? So I'm talking about a promoter. Most people don't know what a promoter does. A promoter's main job at the end of the day is to sell their show so the people mm-hmm. will have something good to come back to. If mm-hmm. I sold you a good show, you're going to come back again. Mm-hmm. Sometimes promoter and the booker is the same person, but usually it's different. So you go ask a promoter, hey, and I'm talking different promoters. You say, hey, I need something. I need a gimmick. You look at them then mm-hmm. and without even probably questioning who you are as a man, they'll be like, you know what you can do? They'll come up with an idea for you. And that what I'm saying to you is if we all go to different promoters and come back and compare notes, some of our notes gonna be the same because of how they just look at us. Absolutely. Well, you talk about I, Af- I, I you talk about African American right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's what I'm saying. And you so, know what? I'm not. I, I'm not. I, I'm not going to even um, disagree with that one. I think he's 100 percent right because I've been seeing that trend not only in the indie scene but also in some of these professional you know, sports entertainment type of wrestling companies, whatever, more so the WWE. The WWE is the poster board for, Mm -hmm. you know, putting a white face on their brand. Right. Because they figure that this will make the the stockholders comfortable. But if you have a black face representing your white company, they get uncomfortable with that shit. And then they figured that of all of their, their investments is going to start walking away because they were uncomfortable you, about having this black face representing their company. And you know what? 
And you know what's making them uncomfortable? Because they same thing I was saying about now. Because they're like, oh my God, in the new day, they're so over. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to keep that going. So what's mm-hmm. easier for me to go back to the drawing board and go back and use the same ball that we've been rolling? We're not going to recreate another. We're just going to rebrand this because I know it's going to make money. But this right here, mm-hmm. that's new. The new day, that's new. I don't know how to keep it going. So we're going to use them to help us come up with ideas. You heard how I said that? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to mm-hmm. tell you because if you look at every African-American gimmick, mm-hmm. any minority gimmick, technically it's been stereotyped. You know, it's been stereotyped. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you know. Look at a guy like Ron, look at R. Truth. Now that brother right there, I don't know if you've seen him working in his younger days, and he still can. Go. Oh yes, I have. When he was when he was, was, was oh. K. Quick, K. Quick. But even going into his NWATNA when he held their world title, my goodness, that that's what I was just about show. to say. Right. That's what I was just about to say because they were like, yo, this guy's too talented to keep holding him back. That's the same thing Steve said about Booker T. Yo, this guy's too talented mm. to keep holding him back. Mm. You can't keep holding him back. Some people explode. But we're going to let the one explode. But what about the next guy and then the next guy after that? Because poor Shelton Benjamin, oh, my God. Oh, God. Come on. I, oh, Shelton, Shelton, oh, Jesus. There was so it. much money in that Triple H. Yes, yes, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to figure out. They really right. missed the boat with Shelton Benjamin, especially, like, he right. could have used that momentum after he beat on his debut in on Raw in right. 2006 right. against Triple right. H. That should have been the focal point of him becoming world champion. Right. And then he had that hella match with Shawn Michaels on Raw. And then, oh. Even though he got kicked in the face and got knocked out. (laughs) Yeah. But that that right there, yeah, he got knocked out. And we can laugh, but that put him over even more because it was a – that was never seen on the WWE platform. Now, we've seen stuff like that on any show. Oh, I guarantee you put it – I guarantee you it put him over with Sean and Triple H even more, too, that he took something like that. Exactly. It, it, exactly. it did, but then at the same time, so you know Shawn Michaels don't like to be outshined. But get, but, but, but look at this. Let me, let, let me put out this point, though. Right after, sure. he literally, out, not a lot of people outperformed Shawn Michaels on any scale right. at all. And the one thing about Shawn Michaels right. that I've noticed over the years he do not want to. He do not want other wrestlers, especially black wrestlers, to outperform him um, on 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 like on any on any scale on any platform on any oh, no. like ring. Right. Oh no. Oh no. Just think about that. God rest his soul, my boy Shad. God rest his soul. But think about that segment they did with Crime Time. I remember oh, that. I speak. I, I, I speak that language. Watch, yo, 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 you know, I'm like, wait a minute. I speak jive, yeah. Mm-hmm. I speak jive. Another <laughs> in the 2000 era. Oh, wow, I'm going to have to go look jive? that up. Yes. You didn't see that one? Yes. Yes. I do not remember that. Oh. Holy crap. Oh, I will see you. Yeah, link is mad right that still uh, my let, damn me, let me lay it out for you. Let me lay it out for you. They did a segment to where DX was kicked out of the, of the arena. And the only way, mm, right. they, they, they did it in a promo, the only way you get back in, if you buy a ticket, 
they had crime time out scalping tickets. They had crime time out scalping tickets, and Triple H was trying to ask, try to get tickets, and crime time was speaking in slang, and Triple H was acting like he didn't know what he was saying. And Shawn Michaels pulled him to the side and says, hey, 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 I got this. I speak jive. Now, is that is that a statement on Sean? Because and the only reason why I ask this is because no. this is the first no, I'm but... really hearing about this or having my eyes open to this. But I remember a week ago there was a story about Sean getting into an argument with a producer backstage at, uh, okay. in your I'm house. I'm going to tell you about that. Guess, guess what? Somebody called me about that. I'm going to tell you about that. And I can't tell you mm-hmm. who somebody is. But if you follow Fighting Evolution Wrestling, you can see them in a lot of my picks. So I'm going to just tell you like that. Let me tell you, when he did that video, he, that wasn't on Sean. Remember, this has to be written and go through an agent. And at that time, with Triple H being in that spot, he was the agent. Oh. Everything these talents do, you go through an agent. The reason why you go through an agent, let me, let me school you all a little bit behind the scenes. The reason why you go through an agent, so you guys understand about Sean and how he doesn't want to be outperformed. Why do you think you never saw nobody else do a super kick on the show? Because you save it for Sean because he's on that show. So it's not like mm-hmm. how AEW, everybody's doing cutters and flips. No. If you do a cutter, don't nobody else do it because that's my move. I needed to get over. That's my gimmick. That's part of myself. If you do it and somebody kick out of it, how are people going to buy it if I throw it? So mm-hmm. with that being said, I want you all to think of everything. When you all start watching more wrestling, you look at what they're allowing to do in one company but you go back and watch WWE, nobody never did the same move twice. That's and if they right. did, it was a mistake. It's a mistake. Right. Why you think somebody like, look at Brodus Clay. Remember his crazy-ass finish of flying high cross butt up the rope, flying head butt, whatever it was? Mm-hmm. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, point I'm making, that's why he ain't never let nobody get over because he's like, yo, these are my moves. Because remember, Sean technically was a size a little bit bigger than a cruiserweight. He was tall, mm-hmm. but he was slim. He was 220, 220, 220, 220, and he was very athletic, very athletic. And then he had the pretty boy look. And he, you know, women love them pretty boys. You know what I mean? So he's selling tickets. Cool dude. But at the end of the day, yo, I'm on the car. What you doing to your match? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to hit on the super kid. Nope, you better find something else. Well, I'm going to do a moonsault. Mm-hmm. I'm a, nope, you better find something else. That's why he incorporated the elbow from the top rope. Because he didn't want nobody else doing that either. Well, I'm going to do the elbow now. So you better find something else. And nobody never did do the same move. So, so that completely sounds like early 90s Sean, yeah. yeah. So not to get off subject, though, but we got, about, we got about four more minutes until we go to the next um, segment. Then we're going to go to a commercial okay. break or whatever. Well, sorry, and then after thing, um, anything. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, you know, like this. at the end of the day, no, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. We, we we have the top, we have the power to change, and everyone's gonna say it. But if you if you don't have the power to change the writing, you know what I mean? It's gonna be a hard hill to climb to see change. Because remember, at the end of the day, no matter what we say, it's written. That's right. So going into WWE wrestling news, um, 
So apparently there was a um, there was a developmental talent that was in the WWE um, that was uh, on site at the Performance Center June 9th that tested positive for Corona 19. Um, uh-huh. Apparently uh, productions productions the pr- production crew the talent the employees all everybody that was on site that day is now being tested. Mm-hmm. So. After uh, the results, the WWE plans to proceed to normal schedule, wherever the fuck that is. Um, the WWE oh, also this past week, week exactly. Um, this past week, the WWE has canceled all tapings for June um, 16th due to the mandatory coronavirus testing uh, for all talent right. and personnel. Um, all talent uh, found out that um, wait, wait, wait. Talent found out about being positive for the coronavirus. Um, when the rest of the world did. So basically, when that news broke out, everybody else like literally found that out, out as well. Um, so there basically mm-hmm. wasn't no type of confidential type of conversations. And the news broke out mm-hmm. on the internet, which is the bad place for that to happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that is so embarrassing. Like, so, like, Sometimes you just got to keep that shit on the low. Like, not everybody needs to know your business, you know. Um, Hey, but at the same time, Jeffrey Dugas, boy, he getting paid a lot of money. All right, I'm just going to be quiet. I'm going to be quiet. Go ahead. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) So also, there was was rumors going around that um, even though the WWE sells face masks, they did not want their fans in attendance uh, for Raw to wear any face masks. How fucking backwards is so that? fucking mind-boggling. You're burying the lead there. Yeah. You're overlooking something. You said mind-boggling. You forget. Our current president was also a guest host on Raw. <laughs> but you guys are bearing the lead on this whole. You know they were. You guys are bearing the lead on this whole business. COVID thing. Hey, they were deemed an essential business before. Absolutely, you and you know why? Because you Linda got... works for him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So when you got power, you 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 know what I mean. So when they say, "Hey, they put something in the press." Remember, it's it, it, it's so controlled that they can say whatever. Because we both know what you just said sounds totally ridiculous, but they did it. Exactly. Apparently, Mr. Dunn. Apparently, Mr. Dunn told the fans in attendance that if they wanted to wear masks, they were not real wrestling fans. In the process, <laughs> telling go. them they couldn't. That is there so fucking stupid. That's so fucking there stupid. But yeah, you sell face masks, but you don't want them to wear that shit. That that's stupid. Hey, nappy boy, um, <laughs> you wanted to ask some. Um, I know this was like maybe a couple minutes. This this was several minutes ago. You wanted to ask some um, JB a question. Did you still have that question? Oh, yes, yeah. So right. I like I like so you know the whole um situation on like you know it shouldn't be like a celebration when 
when when an African American wrestler wins the title. And I was having a conversation with one of my boys about how uh, Stephanie McMahon was going to come out and um, and pretty much address the Black Lives Movement and how also he, she was going to address the, the, the racism that a lot of fans think that go on in the locker room. And I kind of wanted to pick your brain on that because I had touched, okay. uh, I had touched on it a little bit, and so I was, you know, you know, wondering how you felt about. Now, of course, she hasn't done it, and we don't know if she's going to do it. But like, what would like, like, what's your take on that if she does do it? If she does do it, she's my opinion, and, and like I said, none of this was pre, pre. Uh, I was prepped for these questions. So I'm just giving it to you raw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to save that money. <laughs> because at the end of the day, you're on a side where your dad is having probably daily lunches with the president of the United States. And I'm quite <laughs> sure. I'm quite <laughs> sure he told you, Since you, he told you that's a bad idea. You don't need to do that. Yeah, but she was like, "Dad." So basically, what you so basically we, what you're listen, saying listen is, JB, Dad, listen, okay. listen to what I'm saying, Dad. We have, we have clients, we have clients in, in, in you know, overseas and in other countries. We're a global brand. We got to say something. We don't want to look like this. You don't need to say it, Stephanie. <laughs> Give me a second. Let me let me light the cigar. Click. Mm. <laughs> you don't need to say anything. We're all right. And I'm wow. saying, if she comes out and say it, if she comes out and say it, she's going to be fake as hell because how are you going to say that? But now I'm still looking at your history and what you're going to mm. do. What, mm. what? 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 Listen to this, what I'm about to say. So Black Lives Matter to you, right? Who right now, think about what I'm about to say. We all watch wrestling. What black superstar is being pushed to be even close for the for the WWE title because you just you just made Bobby Lashley lose last. Am I if I'm am I mistaken? Did he lose the last two pay per views? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, made him lose mm-hmm. Alistair Black Mania. Yep. Did he lose Alistair Black That's Mania? That's correct. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. So he just lost to Drew Mack. Okay. Yep. So who are you pushing to back your plan? Nobody, because there is nobody. I know it ain't old ass sorry ass MVP. So who are you backing? No. <laughs> who are you pushing to back your claim? Mm. Everybody be able to see through this motherfucking smoke. So you ain't got nobody that you pushing right now. Oh, you gonna throw Kofi back in there? What you gonna no, that, that was. That you know, honestly, like not disrespecting uh, Kofi Kingston, but that was a one hit wonder, like dead ass. No, I, that we, was just a feel good moment, brother. brother yeah, we I feel know like that. they were we, we, we know that. But, but, but that. what I'm saying that was his lifetime achievement award. Check this out because, yeah, lifetime. <laughs> Listen, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. But but listen to this. WWE likes to plan a lot of their story angles off of current events. Let me, let, let's see how this plays out. All right? 
You go back and look at their major storylines. They like to play it off a current event. And I guarantee you, they probably already tried to approach New Day to come out and, and do an angle, and they were like, nope. So who are you going to push yeah. to back your claim? Because sure enough, you saw in India, India wanted to show over there. They damn sure enough went ahead and made what's his name champion gender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do? Mm-hmm. What you gonna do if Africa won a show? I would love to see this. Are you gonna go get the big Nigerian who you put in a ninja suit? What the fuck? <laughs> Honestly, if, if we had to take a guess, if we had to take a guess, I would have to say probably the closest thing. And me and Big Man KT have talked about this a few times. Keith Lee. Uh-huh. I, I honestly see Vince mm. looking at Keith Lee and going, that's my guy. If okay. No, you're right. Because you think okay. about the roster. You think about who are they pushing to work Drew Mack. Who are they pushing? The only thing they really had going was Bobby Lashley, but I don't know since he lost that backlash if that's a one and done thing and they moving on to the next. Bro, bro, Nappy, <laughs> you know Lashley, that that's a one hit wonder as well. Hey, I Bobby Lashley, I'd be like, yo, you just made me lose to Alistair Black. Now I just lost. What am I supposed to do? There's really because nothing that you can do. Right. It goes back to what I'm saying. They get, don't know yeah. what to do because the people that are writing the show does not have direction for them. They don't just have the they don't, they don't know what to do. Because well, I it's guarantee you, because I mean, to have writing the show the writers. are Listen professional soap opera writers. Exactly. That's probably a main issue. Exactly. <laughs> you are soap opera. <laughs> That's you probably the main opera. issue right there while they ain't got nothing for them. That, that's the thing. Yeah, like but well, well, like, let me tell you about that. You Listen, have... let, let me let me <laughs> let me tell you about that. And it, it that actually kinda makes sense. Let me explain it why, because let me tell you how it was explained to me. As a wrestler, most of the stuff you know is just like your parents. You only know what your parents can teach you. You go outside in the world and learn different things. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you mm-hmm. hire a wrestler, you're gonna get old wrestling stuff that's been done. You're not gonna get somebody new to bring a different idea and approach. So mm-hmm. this is why they go out and hire different people to come and help write the show. Because right. when they get wrestlers, you're gonna get wrestlers. You're gonna be you're gonna see shit you've already, even though we do see shit rehash, but you're gonna still keep seeing shit get re- over re- rehash because you're gonna hire wrestlers. So they make right. wrestlers be the agents. Yo, go over this match. You hire the writers. Why not hire somebody? Go go hire uh go hire Jordan Peele. Put him behind the scenes. Go go go. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, they won't do that. Oh, that go would hire be a Will good Packer. Hire. Yeah, go get go get Will Packer. Put him behind the scenes. Give it a different look. Oh fuck it. Mm-hmm. You know what? You want to you want to say Black Lives Matter? How about we're going to have a new WWE version? We got Raw. We got SmackDown. We got NXT. Now we got WWE Urban. How about that? Fuck it. Give it a whole division. <laughs> he said WWE Urban. Not to cut you off. We got like uh, 51 minutes left. So, okay. So, what we're going to do is we're going to go to um, our next. Um, I'm gonna go because I, I can't even eat dinner. 
But, hey, I'm oh. available anytime you guys want to talk, whatever you need Man. to hear from me. Uh, hey, hit me up. Send me a text. You got my number. Yeah, hey, I got your number. It's been real. I love it. And just speaking straight up truth, we all see what's going on. We ain't no fools. I hear all y'all. Y'all very intelligent. I sometimes listen to y'all still and I don't even tell you. But I appreciate it. I'm appreciate it, man. Appreciate no, I do. Man. I do. My, I'm a wrestling. I'm a wrestling fanatic. I listen to everything because it's my job. I'm a promoter. I need to know what's going on out there. Facts. So go ahead, man. Get Thank to the next people. I'm sorry for taking up too much time. Let, get, let me get this time no, in. Tell them nothing but love. Nah, he's and, good. Uh, like he's I said, good, anytime y'all want to talk about anything, hit me up. Will yeah. do. All right, man. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, y'all be safe. Follow. Right. You too. See you. All right, everyone. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to our next segment, um, which is uh, WWE uh, Backlash um, Review. But before we do that, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Each and every Thursday night, join Mr. Team Bring It and Nappy Boy as they bring you the Heels for Life podcast. A look at professional mainstream wrestling and all the headlines surrounding it for the week. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your one-stop shop source for professional wrestling news and rumors. It's the Heels for Life podcast live every Thursday night right here on Talk Radio 49. Every Monday night, join the bad guy, Brad Hicks, the money man, Michael Carnahan, and of course, the pretty boy, Sean Castleberry, as they bring you your humorous look at all current events going on in the world. It's the American Idiot Show, live on Talk Radio 49. Every other Thursday night, right here on Talk Radio 49, join your hosts, Michael Carnahan and Cornbread, as they bring you the best wrap-up show in indie professional wrestling. It's the ASWF Aftermath Show, only on Talk Radio 49 and ASWF Wrestling's Facebook Live. Tuesday night, join Michael Carnahan and Lisa O'Brien for the Clear and Convincing podcast live on Talk Radio 49. A look at the most important cases in the country's history, not from the court of public opinion, but from the eyes of the court. Every Tuesday night, live right here on Talk Radio 49. 
Michael Carnahan here, letting you know that it has never been easier to keep up with your favorite Talk Radio 49 podcast. If you like the American Idiots show, go on over to Facebook, like the American Idiots podcast on Facebook, where we actually now offer a video streaming service with our podcast so you can see us live as we record the show. Also, you can go to YouTube, search out American Idiots Podcast on YouTube, and you can subscribe to the page, and the video podcast will be uploaded there weekly. Also, Clear and Convincing on Tuesday nights, you can go ahead and like the Clear and Convincing Podcast over on YouTube. Subscribe, and the episodes are updated there weekly as well. And for our new show fans, hashtag Heels for Life. Once again, that's Hashtag H-E-E-L-S, number four, L-Y-F-E, Wrestling Podcast. Shows will be uploaded there weekly as well on YouTube. And if you are a fan of everything we offer here at Talk Radio 49, and you have an iPhone, go on over, search out Talk Radio 490, and you can subscribe to all of our content there on iTunes Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast fix. It's once again never been any easier to be a fan of Talk Radio 49 and keep up with all of your favorite shows. I got a song filled with shit for the strong-willed. When the world gives you a raw deal, set you off till you scream, piss off, screw you when it talks to you like you don't belong. It tells you you're in the wrong field when something's in your mitochondrial because it lasts on to you like... Knock, knock, let the devil in, benevolent as I've ever been. Head is spinning, this medicine screaming, lick, 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 medicine. It lick, lick, like a solid ball, let your Allen pole. Bedridden, should have been dead a long time ago. Liquid Tylenol, gelatin, seek my skeletons, melting. Wicked, I get all high when I think I smell the scent of elephant. Manure, hell, I'm in Kahlua, screw it to hell with it. I went through hell with accelerants and blew up my, my, myself again. Volkswagen, tailspin, fuck it, matches my pal skin. Thank you so much for that, Mr. Mike Mike. So, we are back for segment two. So, we're going to be talking about WWE Back Trash. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Saw what you did there. Yes, you you see how I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so we're going to talk about the first match. Uh, If I can pull it up on my screen. Let's go ahead and pull it up real quick. All right, so, uh, Nappy, I do not know why the fuck did I listen to your ass. I told you that that motherfucking pay-per-view was going to be trash. I know. But no, you need to listen to it because of the podcast. But no, everybody, we're going to actually go through <laughs> some of these matches. And um, we're going to tell you our, our, um, our, our take on some of the matches. Now, I will say this. Some of some of the matches wasn't bad, but um, it, it just I I I just I don't know. It didn't really give me a lot of energy, if that makes sense. It just didn't really give me a lot of uh to it. Mm-hmm. Um, now Nappy, I don't know. You saw you saw the um, pay per view from start to finish, correct? I did. I did. 
You did? Okay, so we're just going to basically pick on you because two matches you're going to basically talk about. I'm just going to take on uh, United States Championship, Apollo Crews versus Andrade. Now, I would have thought that this match would have been a little bit what, well, you know what? I didn't see it, so I can't. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. What, 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 what did you think about it? So, I honestly thought I was like, okay, putting this shit on the fucking pre show for one. I was like, again, disrespecting one of the title, you know, one of the titles. I feel like if you're in a title shot, you should not be in the fucking pre show. But whatever. Mm. So I really had no hope for it. It was actually decent. Surprisingly. Mm-hmm. The wrestling was good. Um they had uh they had a few good spots and but it was just this whole pay per view just wasn't what I thought it was gonna be like. You know, so and, and I I sound disappointed, but I'm not even disappointed because I knew that's going to be the case. I always mm-hmm. set, with, with WWE, I always set my standards very, very low. So mm-hmm. if I surprisingly get surprised, I'm actually like 100% genuinely surprised. I'm like, whoa, that just, that shit just happened. Um, mm-hmm. but it was a decent match, you know. Out of five stars, I give it a three and a half, cause I I really I I really wasn't expecting much. Yeah, I feel you on that. Okay, so what's the next match? Next match, uh, women's women's tag team uh, championship match: Bailey, Sasha Banks, the champions, the Iconics versus Nikki Cross and Alyssa Bliss. What's your take? My take on that was it was decent. Um, I, I'm I'm always for the women, you know. There's a lot of women, you know, talented women. Um, to me, even even you know the iconics, they they kind of drag aggravating as shit, but they're um they're good in the ring. That match was uh, it was surprisingly decent. Um. I kind of was hoping for a – and see, and again, I'm setting myself up for failure because every single time Bailey and Sasha come out, I'm just waiting for that Sasha turn on Bailey. Like, it's, it's – Well, I mean, bro, like, how many times do you have to turn, though? I mean, it's not like you're turning back time, well, like Cher said. Is, but my thing is, <laughs> my thing is though, it's like you're you're a lackey to the woman's champion, and everybody and their mama want you with the title. It's it's right. it's just like Bobby, like it's gonna be just like Bobby Lashley. It's gonna be just like Braun Strowman. She's finally gonna turn. She's finally gonna get her shot. She's finally gonna become SmackDown Women's Champion, and it's gonna be like. I really don't give a shit next. Because mm-hmm. they're just they're just dragging stuff all out. Um so I think that's why my standards were like I, I I was let down because it's like I'm still waiting for Sasha to just F Bailey up and start that mm-hmm. view. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, that, like, that's, it's just like that's I, I, I guess I'm I, I guess I'm kind of confused because it's like I I think we're going into the realm of of five years too late. You did it, we got a glimpse mm-hmm. of it, and then you decide to pull back. Now, if you do it again, now they're they're best friends now. Um, so she's currently a heel, so she's going back being a face. I mean, like, what's good? I don't know. Like, I mean, honestly, right now it's better than ever to do it. Like, her tag team champions, Bailey has the title. Sasha's mm-hmm. been her little manager slash lackey. What better mm-hmm. way to just fuck up Bailey, cost them both the tag titles, pretty much put Bailey back into the heel, I mean, into the babyface role, Sasha the heel role, and come out the following week, Bailey's trying to find out what's going on, what happened, like, where did we go wrong, blah, 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 blah. Sasha comes out with a mic, goes to talk, drops the mic, fucks her up again, picks up the title, raises it, throw it on her, lead off the mic. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a perfect setup um, for a good fucking feud. But it, and, and it's like, how are these writers getting paid all this kind of fucking money? And it's like mm-hmm. we're coming up with nothing but fucking hot garbage and trash. Mm-hmm. Like, and then another thing I don't like, I don't get. I'm gonna kind of jump around with this one. You go from giving us a match one Thursday night on SmackDown. You go from giving us one of the greatest matches in wrestling history to just fuck it up. Mm-hmm. The Jeff Hardy and Daniel Bryan match could have been easily the most that could have been the greatest wrestling match ever. No pun intended. And you had to fuck it up. You had. Vince had to just dabble in there and fuck it all up. Tell me, but are you surprised though? Again, I'm not. But it's like when you tease us and when you tease us and 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 almost give us a match like that to the shit that we got the following weeks, it, it, it's like what in the fuck? Like is, is this is this not what we came here to to see? Right. You know, I mean. Yeah, I got you. I got you. All right, so next match. Um, do 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 do. Um, and oh, um, just let everyone, uh, just let well to the people that's actually watching us. Um, we might do a after show. Um, probably be probably be for like about twenty minutes or so. That's another feature that we're going to add to hashtag kills for life. But we got some time on our hands. Might do an after show, so um, and we'll do that. Shut up. We'll do that. We'll do that on Facebook Live, whatever. So, um, so definitely stay tuned for that. Um, the next match, so Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Now, I've seen this match. I kind of came in towards the latter part of it. Um, I do not know what the fuck is going with Jeff Hardy. The match was good. Um, yeah. 
Seamus came out like blazing hot. He came out blazing hot, yeah. and you know, they tried to like you know muster a comeback. But um, at toward the end of the match, he got a bro kick to the face. And he tried to do that old ass um, um, walking the rails and and crash and burn like his you know. Never mind. I'm not gonna throw no shade on that. Um, <laughs> but anywho, yeah, but anywho, um, Jeff Hardy lost that match. He got broke again when he went in, in the um, inside the ring, whatever. Uh, so um, Seamus finished uh, Jeff Hardy off. Um, Seamus um, went, you know, on the on the stage celebrating, and then Jeff Hardy is looking like. He's getting over his drug addiction or some type of shit. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with Jeff. Like this, this has been an ongoing crisis with him for the past what ten years. Like even when he was in the WWE, and and then it went to TNA, and now back to the WWE. It's like Jeff is being treated as a joke. And this man is a fucking legend. Remember, he's a multi-time champion. I think he's a triple crown champion, I believe, too. And it's like he's just being used as a punching bag. And I just, I don't get it. So, uh, what's your take, Matthew? That's a tough, uh, that's a tough. Oh, what am I trying to say? Fuck. I'm trying to blank. That That is a tough situation for me because I am probably one of the biggest Jeff Hardy fans. Um, Mm. I followed his career. He is the reason why him and Steven, mainly Jeff, is the reason why I knew about TNA. Um, Before Mm. Jeff joined TNA, you know, Steven was telling me a little bit about this company that um, really is, like, taking off, and he feels like they can compete with WWE, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool, and then my boy left, and then he joins this company, TNA, and I'm like, the fuck, and I see all, I've seen all the great shit he did there, I mean, from, from just killing it multiple title reigns there, mm. coming back, and coming back to the WWE, and killing it there. I mean, IC reign, WWE reign, two times, world heavyweight reign, three times, mm-hmm. to leaving again, mm-hmm. and then to come back, and I think the only thing the only titles he's touched, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, are the Raw Tag Titles, the SmackDown Tag Titles, and the United States title. And you know he's at the end of his contract. Mm-hmm. And you think you would put him in better predictions and better situations. But no, let's have him mm-hmm. involved in a fucking drunk driving DUI hit and run segment. And then mm-hmm. let's try to redeem ourselves 
by having Hardy come out and say, Seamus played me, I haven't drank, I've been sober, I'll take a pee test. So you try to redeem yourself because you know it was a shitty fucking storyline and you put your boy in the shitty situation just to put him in a shittier situation by losing to Sheamus at Backlash. Now, I fucking get it. Sheamus deserved Mm -hmm. the win. Yes, he's coming back. He's hot. He's popping. You need to get that character going. I get it. But you also need to keep the character you just made lose. So did Jeff... So this is what I'm thinking, and I'm praying to God I am absolutely correct. I'm hoping Jeff told them, hey, go fuck yourselves. There's nothing you can do. I'm not resigning. Do what you want with me. Do what you want with me because on this date right here, whatever date that is, I'm fucking gone, and I'm spreading my fucking wings. And I pray to the great, sweet, eight-ounce baby Jesus up above that he goes to AEW and we see brother fucking Nero. So that's my take on that's my take on Hardy. That's my take on fucking Sheamus. I'm glad he won. I'm glad we're getting this Sheamus back because this is actually the Sheamus that I like. I didn't like that tall fucking Mohawk Sheamus. Wasn't really yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, dude, I'm glad he's back to his little fucking that fella! Yeah, so, yeah. cool. You know, I'm with it. But, yeah. All right. I mean, that's, that's a lot to take in. A little, um, little rant for the night, my bad. That's right. <laughs> um, let's see. We got about 29 minutes, so we're going to kind of run through this shit real quick. Okay. Raw Women's Championship, uh, Oscar versus uh, Nia Jackson. <laughs> Didn't really give a fuck about this match. I'm not gonna lie to you. No, I I, I just thank God Oscar walked out on on her on on that. So, but if anybody really cares, because I know I don't, <laughs> um, this no. one was a double countout. So I guess we're not gonna really talk about this to save some time. Um, no, because we're gonna get another. Exactly. So, yeah, we're going to get another match, so we might as well, you know, hopefully it'll be better than the one that we just seen on Sunday. Um, the next match, uh, Braun Strowman versus Miz and John Morrison. Um, is it me, Snappy, or if they're running or if they're running out of ideas for Braun Strowman? Because it seems no. his title reign is coming no. a lackluster. I mean, okay, so yes. And then remember how I always tell you, Chris? The WWE puts themselves in positions and situations that I feel like they don't know that they did because they mm-hmm. always end to they always manage to fuck up what they mm-hmm. did. So on paper, this match was fucking the dumbest match of the night. Mm-hmm. Hands fucking down. The dumbest. And then they fixed it. When they were cutting a promo. And they said, we just found out when we walked through the doors that we won't be a co-universal champion if one of us wins. Mm -hmm. Whoever gets the pinfall on Strowman is the universal champion. 
I said, hold, I did it to myself again, Chris. I fucking did it, right? I said, holy shit. They're finally, they're going to fucking listen. So I said, you know what? Let me not jump the gun. Let me not jump the fucking gun. Let me watch mm. the match. Just because of that, Chris, I was intrigued mm. on this retarded fucking match. I'm watching the match. It's going smooth. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. The Miz, who didn't tag himself in, hit the motherfucker with the skull, uh, the the skull crushing finale. Mm-hmm. And then my boy Morrison got on top, and I said, "Dear fucking God, <laughs> they're gonna allow him to become Universal Champion, and he's gonna feud with the Miz." I started applauding. I was like, here comes the guru. Yes. And then the Miz breaks it up just for Strowman to defend, uh, to, to, to have a successful defend at mm, Backlash. Mm, mm, and this is what I mean by they make stupid shit, but even within the stupid shit, they can have a piece, like, they can come out sh- like a shiny gold piece that just emerged from a pile of shit. And they mm. don't do it. And it's, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? John Morrison entering the WWE again for whatever, for God knows what, like, why did he fucking do it? I just don't fucking know. And I'm tired of fucking trying to find out why. But you fucking enter the WWE as the hottest fucking free agent just to get Mm -hmm. put back into a tag team with the Miz just to get your fucking stupid old gimmick, theme music, everything. It's like they literally took Morrison from 2008, 2009 and fucking Mm -hmm. brought him into 2020. And it's like, why? Why? For the love of God, why? I told you, where like, is I keep Johnny Mundo? Like, I, I don't want Johnny Nitro. Bro, I kept telling folks that bringing him back to the WWE, no, him going to the WWE, I'm not going to blame WWE on this one. I'm going to blame, I'm going to blame, um, uh, Johnny Nando or whatever. It was very stupid. John just John Morrison, okay, fine. Let's just call him Johnny. Let's Johnny, 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 Johnny. Johnny, that was a stupid ass move for you to do to come to the WWE. Why? Knowing that this is a company that shitted on you in the first place, and then knowing that we're not going to get the version um, of you being in um, Luchador Underground Wrestling. We're not getting that version. We're going to go all the way back to when Miz was becoming a breakout star. And mm-hmm. I think it's just really depressing. Yeah. You know, in, in my eyes, like, you know, honestly, like, I really didn't give two shits about that match. Just didn't give a fuck. However, the next match is the WWE Championship Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. I just got this one question. One question. Please answer it for me. 
please be on the comments and please answer this shit for me. Where in the fuck this Bobby Lashley been at? Yeah. This Bobby Lashley this was relenting. was fucking good. Yes. It was very good. Him losing. They pulled an AEW with that match, believe yeah. it or not. Because, yes, Lashley lost, but he didn't look weak. No, because so it's this like, was, yeah, because he dominated half the match. Right. And, and so it's like they need to keep this up. Honestly, MVP is a good look as a manager. That's another thing that WWE has fallen short of. Where the mm-hmm. fuck is the managers? And I'm not talking about managers like Lana. I'm talking about managers like Zelina Vega. Who mm. is like, yeah, I'm a female. My my client's a male. But that's where this shit ends. Mm-hmm. We're not fucking. We're not, we're not groping. We're not flirting. I'm coming out here. I'm interfering when needed to. I'm trying to get the W for my client, and then we're going home mm-hmm. with the W, or we're going home with the strap, whatever the case might fucking be. Like, mm-hmm. if you get the fucking shit like Lana, you kind of just lose focus. When you got the shit like MVP, like Leo Rush, like fucking Zelina Vega, like, thank you. They, they need to bring that shit back. Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I fucking forgot about that motherfucker. It, 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 they need to bring that shit back. <laughs> so it's a good look for Lashley. And also, I think they're I think they know they fucking did something stupid with those two because I think this past Monday he asked for a divorce. Great. Get Lana as far away from Lashley as you fucking can. We need yes. the dominant dude. I don't know if a lot of people remember this shit, but Drew Galloway, a.k.a. Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Mm. Lashley had a hell of a fucking match at Impact at Slammiversary for the TNA Impact Championship Wrestling. That fucking match was off the fucking chain. And they showed a glimpse of that this Sunday. To me, to me, that was the best match on the fucking card. Minus the Lana interference. Yeah. Best match on the fucking because card. Because I think that match would have went either way. Yeah, I think that match would have oh, went either way. Yeah. Absolutely. There was like McIntyre dominating one part of the match. Lashley dominating one part of the match. A, a lot of back and forth. A lot of good shit. That's why I pray to God that they don't end it here. Like, I hope there's nobody waiting in line. Like, I hope the next person in line is Lashley once again. Because that's the that's the shit they need to book. They don't need to be booking this fucking other bullshit that they've been fucking booking lately. They just don't need to do it. That's facts. That's facts. Um, but yeah, congratulations to Drew McIntyre for defending his championship. Unfortunately, I think this will be the probably the last time that we see Bobby Lassie in the title match, let alone the WWE championship or whatever. Now I hope not. Um we're going to the no I done told you. Not the main event. I didn't tell no, you. No, no, no. 
I did. Remember I told you this is a segment I've been saving for Thursday? Mm-mm, not yet, not yet. There's one before it. The Street Profits and the Viking Raiders um, brawl. You talking about the, the match that never happened? Oh, basically. Oh, never mind. Skip. Um, the main event, the greatest match mm-hmm. ever, Edge versus Randy Orton. You can go ahead, sir. You sure? Because I might take up the rest of it. Oh, that's fine. That That's fine. We only got 18 minutes anyway, okay, so, you know, I'm... I have a, so remember how I told you I had a bonus pick with Randy Orton? Mm-hmm. So Randall Keith Orton a few years mm-hmm. back was making fun of the 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 new generation talent. And what I mean by that, and Chris, if you don't remember, let me let me refresh your memory. He said that um the only thing, uh, the reason why he doesn't fuck with most of the new wrestlers is because they're all about flips and doing the finisher, going for the pin, getting a two count, doing some more flips, doing another finisher, going for another pin, getting a kick out, and repeat. Do you remember that 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 little tweet he sent out? Yeah, yes, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remember that? So, can somebody explain to me what his fucking match was? Because to me, okay, I didn't see Flip, but I've seen a lot of wrestling. I've seen an RKO and a kick out. I've seen a lot of wrestling. And I've seen an execution and a kick out. And I've seen a lot of wrestling. And an RKO off the top rope and a kick out. And then I've seen some more wrestling. So it's like you just contradict yourself, you stupid son of a bitch. So mm-hmm. that right there tells me you need to not talk shit. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be shit that's different. Just because you don't do a backflip doesn't mean the next person can't do it. Just because you don't do your finisher, oh, wait, hold on, you do do your finisher more than once, and somebody kicks out, doesn't mean that's the wrong thing to do. It's just different style of wrestling, just like in the hip-hop world, there's different styles of hip-hop. Doesn't make the next man not hip-hop worthy. Well, never mind. Anyway, so that <laughs> match was not the greatest <laughs> wrestling match ever. It wasn't even a media... It, it wasn't even close to being the greatest wrestling match ever. Now, was it good? Yeah, it was good. It was damn good. It was a lot of good wrestling. A lot, mm-hmm. but a lot of homage to up, all of the, the greatest wrestling match ever. I think what I'm, 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 I'm I was kind of tripping about. We seen a pedigree in the rock bottom. That's the only thing I and it. If somebody, for the love of God, can tell me why they did that. To help me understand, I guess they were paying homage. Okay. I guess they was paying homage but to for what? the rock. But for I don't what? know, bro. I don't know. I, I I just like for like for what? I now know. I could see if Randy. Now I could kind of see the pedigree because they both had great great feuds with Triple H. Mm-hmm. The Rock Bottom. I think the only one of those two. 
that had a feud with The Rock was Randy Orton, but it was like a quick thing. It was like a one and done thing. Right, right, right. Um, I, so I just don't see it. Now, if they did like a tombstone, you know, I could maybe see why, you know, the pedigree. Again, I, 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 I just, yeah, if somebody can like even comment or whatever, like I, I just don't get that far. Yeah, I, I, I just don't get that far. Um, another thing that killed it for me, dude, was they pumped in the crowd noise, and there was parts where there was where there was parts that the pumped up fake crowd noise was so fucking loud, I couldn't that even hear the so, people on commentary. Bro, that was so fucking tacky. Oh I was like, wait, what did you say on commentary? I couldn't hear yeah, what the face fucking like, uh, know, crowd noise. Right, because there's only 15 people. And they're having a crowd of like 10,000 K. <laughs> like, how does that work? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, little, like, bro, they putting on sound bites? I mean, you would have thought that you would hear like, sound you, bites on a podcast. Like, you know what they should have done? I mean, since you're pumping in fucking fake crowd noise, how come y'all couldn't pump in fake images of fucking people in the stands? Like, I mean, we got to be in the technology world fucking for them to do that shit if they can pump in fake crowd noise. Fuck, you might as well just have just Photoshop some shit in there. That was just, that was just so fucking tacky. Another, and I don't think a lot of people realize this. Another reason why they can't call this the greatest wrestling match ever? Do you know that this was taped? Indeed it was. Because while they were taping... uh They only taped this match. Everything else was live. So that means Mm. that if Edge botched a move or if Randy Orton botched a move... They say cut, go back to the spot, do it again. No, no, I want everything live. No, I want it all. That's another reason why you can't call this the greatest wrestling match yeah, ever. This is like fucking. I don't hard. even know, you know if you can call it a good wrestling match ever. No, because like number one, it it, it was taped. It was taped yeah. like we we literally got yeah. heat out of this match, and mm-hmm. then on top of that, you put on sound bites, sound bites. Fucking sound bites. That is trash. Fucking sound bites. I will not give this shit a A plus, a B plus, a B negative. I'll give this shit a C minus. I give it. You the know what? I would give them. I'm going to give them a B. And the only reason why I'm giving them a B is they paid homage to Howard Fink Finkel. That's the only reason why they're going to get a B for me because I loved how they started the match with Howard introducing the two. I did and like that. And that's cool. That's Fuck cool. It would, it, it but that's why like, they're going to get a B from me. Yeah. And, and see, the thing is, the whole setup was tight. It, it, it had yeah. a big match feel, which was fucking awesome. I loved it. Yeah. The only problem was was that 
they had to go through great lengths to make sure that we got a a a crowd experience and they did the shit in sound bites and that was very tag it took a lot and then on top of that this shit was pre taped get the fuck out of here with that shit and then you try to talk about this is the greatest of all this is the greatest match of all time not even in my top 10 no not even in my top 10 I don't my think this match would be in my top. Yeah, I was just about to say I don't even think this match would be in my top uh, fucking twenty. No, because it, what they did was it it literally it, it fucked up my IQ level and it dropped it down a couple of bars. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, it really mm-hmm. did. It it really dropped it That's down a couple of bars. Mm-hmm. And and they they think that I'm supposed to be like since. Oh my God! This was the greatest of all time, and it wasn't. It just really wasn't. But however, I will say this: that um, that punk kick was nasty. Yeah, he did the punk yeah. kick, and you know I thought that shit was banned, but you know whatever. Um, I think he did that because Edge tore his uh, his bicep. Um, He tore it, and guess what I found out? (laughs) Mm. (laughs) He tore it on that uh, spot where he flew off the top rope and Randy Orton caught him with an RKO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that spot that we've seen on Backlash, I'm about to Mm -hmm. make y'all laugh, that was the second time Edge did that. Apparently, quote-unquote, he botched the first time. So they made him do it again, and that's where he tore his fucking bicep. Oh, my God. I'm not even laughing. I'm really actually crying. If it was live, if it was live, it would have been botched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been botched. It would have looked however it would have looked like, but Edge would have walked away unhurt. And because you got a fucking hearted, egotistical boss. That was the second yes, time doing man, it. that sucks dick. Yeah. But you know, whatever. So I think, I think that's why Orton had to hit him with the punt kick to, you know, quote unquote, take him out with the punt kick. Oh, Orton's not been around because of the punt kick. He got a concussion <laughs> in the front of body. He's recuperating up and uh, canning he does. So, you know, we're going to get him back whenever he's healed from the punt kick. No, he's he's up in Canada because your stupid ass wanted him to do that fucking spot again. We're going to end the show right now. We got about eight more minutes to go. Um Kind of started off a little bit rough, but you know we ended on a positive note or whatever. And what we're gonna do is, um, we're going to promote. We're gonna start promoting. And this was my fault. We're gonna start promoting like a weekend event so we can give everyone, you know, a lot of heads up, whatever. And as a matter of fact, there is a caller that, yeah, I believe there's a caller that just came in. As a matter of fact, um, hold on oh, like caller one one one. Hey guys, hey, this is Randy Anderson. Uh, I decided I heard you say you were going to shut the show down for for the night, and I wanted to uh, before before you went off the air. I wanted to thank you guys. 
for having such an awesome show on. I mean, you guys. Thank you. I don't think you. Appreciate I don't you. think you know it or not, but there's a lot of us that listen to you. Really appreciate that, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, appreciate Thanks. that, Randy. I really, we really do appreciate that. We just coming on here for the very first time. We kind of, you know, I, I like I said, I was just getting ready to say this. Um, I, we're gonna start promoting a little bit early, like probably a week in advance instead of in, instead of eight hours. <laughs> But you know, yeah, it, I yeah. mean, it, it, it was a, it, it, you know, we, we're get, we're, I, I'm just coming back to Blog Talk Radio for the first time in like maybe about six years or something like that. So you know, I got to get my promoting skills back to par. So, but yeah, like I, I'm glad that you, you're, you're, a, um, you're an active wrestler, right? Yeah, that's right. You are okay. Okay, look me up on Facebook. Um, I'm under Chris Chris Dilworth, whatever, and um, he's under um, James Nappy. So just yeah, just look us up or whatever. We can yeah yeah um or whatever. We can see if we can bring you on a future show. But yeah, like that's that's basically what we do, and, and you know, hashtag Hills for Life. Like we just we. We tell it how it is, basically. We don't try to come on here yeah. and try to, you know, cuss all the time and shit. You know, it's like we we really want to give you the real the real detail of today's wrestling or whatever. Oh, shout out to uh, JB Cool, me and my co- me and my producer uh, uh, Mike Mike that's uh, actually watching right now. Um, we were talking about him because like that man is fucking awesome like he's a promoter and he yeah. was just telling us like how he really really felt about um about everything that was going on in the business and we want more promoters and wrestlers to come on the show and to you know tell us what be going on in the wrestling business because some of us don't know and that's why we really want to do that here right. on this podcast you know what I'm saying so um but yeah Randy all you basically got to do to get it get just spread the word about us, you know. We we want more wrestlers and we want more promoters on here. So, um, if you do want to yeah. come on here, hey, you know, you are more than welcome to come on. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I appreciate it. When's gonna When's your next show, guys? When are you guys gonna have a show? Well, we were, yeah, we we have it every Thursday night. We'll be on here, um, nine o'clock Central, ten o'clock Eastern. We will start on time because uh, uh, this this program they was like, oh no, bitch. You're gonna start right now. You're gonna start, and we don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, but we gonna start. Uh, we we come on here about maybe we probably come on here like maybe ten minutes early just to kind of prep or whatever. But we actually start nine o'clock central, ten o'clock Eastern. Sometimes we do have live shows on Facebook Live. We were uh, I was thinking about having an after show or whatever, but. Get a little bit sleepy, so we'll probably um, I'll, I'll I'll probably talk to Nappy tomorrow and see if we can probably do like maybe a quick thirty minute um, recap show or whatever just to see what fans think or whatever because we actually got some more additional wrestling footage or wrestling content, especially some things that broke out today um, as far as um, sexual allegations. For some of these wrestlers, mm. and um, Jim Cornette was actually one of them, him and his wife. So we'll probably talk yep. about that tomorrow. But normally, yeah, we have it on Thursday, um, nine o'clock Central, ten o'clock Eastern. Okay, that's good. To, yeah, I'm glad to hear that because a lot of uh, a lot of us. Oh, oh. 
A lot of us like to listen to you. Like right now, you have to oh, shit. I'm in the bathroom <laughs> right now, and I'm trying to listen to you guys. We just oh, bro, oh, are you God. okay? Oh, yeah, I had some bad Mexican food earlier today. It's miserable. I mean, oh, oh, hold on. Oh. Are, are are you really doing this on the air right now? Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. oh my god. Anyway, um, I I don't know what that dude was on, but anyway, we are going to okay. end this podcast right now. Yeah, we're gonna yeah um hmm, interesting, but yeah, we're gonna end this podcast what right now. That, what is way to end it? <laughs> Yeah, right, you know, I mean, wow. <laughs> really right. oh, um, yeah, so we're going to end this podcast right now, um, but yeah, tune in to us, 9 o'clock Central, 10 o'clock Eastern on Hashtag Kills for Life on Talk Radio 49, so Mr. Mike, take us out of here, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, yeah. I got a song filled with shit for the strong-willed When the world gives you a raw deal Set you off till you Scream pissed off, screw you When it talks to you like you don't belong It tells you you With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.